I think I love that song so much. I'm always like jamming at it. <laughs> We're just going to hang out and dance. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, I feel so good today. And also the icing on the cake is that I get to bring on this dear sister of mine to have a delicious chat um, and just share wisdom and golden nuggets and connect. And I hope you, if you're joining us live, make sure you comment live and you chime in, chime into the conversation, put in the comments, you know, um, hashtag live if you join live. And if you're catching the replay, hashtag replay. And then put any questions, any comments. We love it. We love it, love it. So <laughs> um, I've actually had her over um, doing this soul chat, like I feel like once. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So, but welcome, Brandy. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, Thank you, sister. Thank you. I was looking at our picture. I was like, look at both of us cheesing. <laughs> <laughs> But then it's like perfect. It's showing who we are. We we love to laugh. We do this. That so makes sense. I was like, oh, perfect. We have so much fun together. Oh my god! I was like, there's such perfect pictures to show who we really, really are. Oh man, sister. Yes, ma'am. So we got we got. I mean, seriously, we can. There's so much we can talk about. But today, we're diving into alchemy. And this yes. topic might take us to places. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> one. yeah. Um, well, first, let's start with this. I want people to get to know you. So, tell us who you are, what you do, all that yummy stuff. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> uh, my name is Brandy Knight Shanti Ted Carr. Um, my previous company was called Inner Calling LLC, and I've transitioned that into Shanti Teg LLC, where I've meshed my emotional alchemy work in kundalini yoga with tantric numerology. Um, and that's really been just such a crucial ingredient into this whole kind of alchemy piece in regards to how I come to the table with the work that I do. Uh, so, you know, I would say the the my main focus is using um our energetic reserve that is within all of us for all chemical manifestation and actualization purposes and one of the most powerful and potent ways i feel is to use our emotional expression in a responsible way to unlock that energetic reserve and then literally bend time and space at our command. That paired with Kundalini yoga and uh, mantra technology in the tantric numerology can really give each and every person a very pinpoint, precise direction on where to point that energy. Ooh, so much there. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. You know, I just had a, a, a tantric numerology reading. I love numerology. And you're the one who introduced me to tantric numerology. I was like, what is that? And when you did, no, first of all, if, if you're like, you need to have this reading with her. Okay. I had so much fun. 
in the experience. But if you're if you're used to numerology, this is not your typical numerology. This is embodied numerology, and that, this is what I really loved about it. Is that it wasn't just me learning concepts. Yeah. It brought it right into my body, and then you you bring in that that kundalini yoga with the mantras and the exercises like these are stuff that you do to really help you amplify your the, this gift that I of who you are through numerology and it just it completely blew my mind I think I've watched it three times already now Yay. and it's like I'm still taking notes it's so good and you make it so fun like I, yeah, I just I was laughing the entire time you know? accomplished. <laughs> you make it so fun so if you are, if you're interested in really diving into your mystery, learning more about, you know, your, who you are through numerology, you need to have this reading with Brandy. It's for, it, hers is tantric numerology and you will, you will see why it yes. goes beyond just a concept of, okay, you know, soul path one, this is what it means. It's like, this is what it means embodying this soul path. And it just, I can't even do it justice. <laughs> like it's so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so happy that it that it's making the impact that it's making. You know, I have wonderful teachers, one of them being Remington Donovan, who's written a, an amazing book on um, on numerology. And, uh, you know, it's it's yogic technology, right? It's the Kundalini yogic technology of numerology. And um, I'm just and I know you are, too, but I am a huge fan of like, let's take let's go come out of the concept and into the action, right? Into the action piece. How do I apply what I'm learning? Um, and I think that that's the way of the Aquarian age is, and it, it's definitely the way, a way of the 2023 is, um, you know, we were coming out of that six year of 2022, which was the yes. year of devotion. And now we're in 2000. 23 a seven year which is you know the actualization of what we've manifested prior in 2022 so if shit's unfolding in a not great way that's just an indication of where you were focused and where you were devoted last year doesn't mean that you can't switch it up but it's like you know we we reap what we sow um yeah <laughs> And I think, you know, like when I hear that you reap what you sow, it takes me into like the, the whole concept of religion. When you hear someone say you reap what you sow, it kind of sounds like a, a punishment. But in this case, it's like you have the power. You know, if you if you wanted to plant oranges and you look at your farm and you have lemons. OK, you got lemons, but you can plant oranges. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I didn't plant oranges and that's what I really wanted. So I'm going to put the seeds down and plant an orange. You know, so there's an empowerment piece here where, okay, this is what I've manifested through my choices and my actions, like really holding you accountable that you are in charge of your life. Yes, period, the end. I mean, you know, there's looking in, and if you have, let's say you, let's say you have lemons, right? There's, so many things you can do with lemons and reaping what you sow can also look like, Oh my God, I fucking rocked out last year. Look at what's coming my way. Right. And then that's where, you know, the, the seven years also about um, the aura. And so when we're, those of us, we, we, we hear that word all the time. The aura. Yes. Like, like, what is it? Right. Like, <laughs> like, like look at your aura. <laughs> 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 it's it's true. True. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? That's <laughs> like, okay, like, what is it? It's your electromagnetic field, right? Now we're getting sciencey. Yes. Okay. It's your electromagnetic field. And your electromagnetic field isn't going to vibrate at a capacity which is able to actually allow in and hold what you've reaped and sowed for yourself, right? Um, you know, versus, uh, you know, or, or let, let me backtrack, uh, in order to have that electromagnetic vibrational capacity, there has to be some sort of practice. There has to be life force energy flowing through the system. And you don't get life force energy flowing through the system by thinking about it. You don't yep. get it by meditating. You yep. get it by moving your breath, by moving your body, not saying that, you know, those things aren't good. Right. But you need to, there has to be more, there has to be movement yes. on the 3d in the physical form yes. in order to create and activate the aura, right. That yes. that's aura. And so seven year is all about the aura, meaning you have created, you planted all the oranges that you want, right. It's there. Are you going to shy away from eating them because you don't have the electromagnetism to show up to the pressurized experience of the vast amount of oranges that you've created for yourself? Or are you going to let them rot on the tree? Those are mm. opportunities. Yeah. I love that. You know, last year, my personal, it was a personal year number two. And so it was a lot of connections, but it was deepening into connections. Uh -huh. So there was a lot of, you know, um, connection calls that I did. And it continued yeah. throughout the year where I really, you know, deepened into friendships, like really got to know people. Yeah. That was the emphasis of it. And now that I'm in a year three, you know, that energy continues where it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> look yeah. at what I've created. Look at the am amazing friendships that I have around me. You know, the networking group that I have around me, that we support each other, we celebrate each other. Like, so I can see like that, okay, you know, planted that this is what you got. I also love what you said that, are you going to let the fruit sit there and rot or are you going to do something with it? Yeah. You know, last year, like we have the green apples and it was so abundant. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And most of it, I'm like, watching it go bad and I was like I need to figure out what to do with all of this yeah. eat all of this so it's like it's bringing that into the teachings it's like what are you gonna do with all of that now you've had an abundance of it what are you gonna do with all of that you know and once I wanted to add the seven year it's like you know for me seven year always feels like so spiritual it's like the spiritual energy is so potent this year but every time you bring in a lot of light guess what? Soul work. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of soul work that is also happening. Soul searching, deeper soul work that will be happening this year. Right. So so fascinating. It really is. It, well, you know, seven's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, we're working with Venus uh, energy too. And um, if you have, if people haven't already, you know, going into the, the Venus pentagram is like a really cool kind of rabbit hole to go down. Yes. You know, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm in that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so, it's so, you know, 
I'm a novice astrologer. It's, it's, you know, I'm definitely, I love it. Um, and I, it's, you know, it's not in my wheelhouse to be able to contribute, um, a reading for anybody, but it's, I use it. I use it a lot. Yes. Um, you know, there, there's the, the, the beauty, the, the other piece to this is the generosity generosity, the acts of service, the acts of seva, the generosity, how can we be in service? But it's also in service to ourself because the, the, this shadow side, and you have a, you're in a year three, I'm in a year three. Of course. Right? Of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> uh, is, um, you know, we're here to work. Three is all about like, it's a go-getter number. We're here to like really kind of show up to the occasion here. Uh, more so than any other number really, except for five is like physical body. So, yeah. Right. So five, right. We, which we, which we both have five. Yes, we do. <laughs> we both have five. Uh, but you know, the, the thing that I would say is to why it's so important again, to kind of rev up that, um, electromagnetism in the, in the, and the, the metabolism is so you, we don't get caught up by the fool's gold. And it's part of that fool's gold, I think, is being overextending to other yeah. people. And, um, you know, you don't have to trade services all the time. You don't have to offer the discount all the time. You don't, you know, so I, I'm a big advocate for those of us doing really amazing work, making a lot of money um, because money is power. And the power deserves to be and actually needs to be in the hands of those people that um, hold a really high frequency of integrity and love. Absolutely. Hands down. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that that's, I feel like, I mean, we, there are people who are billionaires and millionaires who hold that frequency. And I love that I'm seeing more and more of that happening, yes. but it's like, challenging all of us who hold this amazing frequency and it's like hey you know it's okay to be rich you're here to be rich like you need to be rich <laughs> with that frequency yes and it's like that's your birthright you need to embrace that and it's like that's part of that soul work that's part of our soul work is like hey yeah. i can be you know i can be a badass spiritually and also be rich too yeah well, there's a, I, I truly prescribe to the concept that, you know, the, this whole paired message of you, you're not a spiritual practitioner mm. with a physical stuff, right? Like those two can't go together. Yeah. You, know? you have to live in poverty to actually be a true <laughs> practitioner, right? Like that's a fucking agenda to keep those of us that are tapped into the higher frequency from succeeding with their yes. missions, right? And so we're exactly. really, that, what you're saying on a soul level, that soul work that I, that I think that we're both seeing right now, especially this year um, and moving forward is creating uh, the the truth the uh, truth and truth and movement truth and action of like that was false from the beginning yeah 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 oh okay let's get back into alchemy because there's so much there i know I back. <laughs> See, we, this is what happens when we get together there's so much that comes through when we get together that we're gonna continue doing this like we're, we're every time we get inspired we're gonna pop on and just talk 
and share because it needs to be shared. (laughs) We're both year three, like it needs to be shared. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So let's talk about alchemy. And before we actually got on life, we're talking about, you know, alchemy, the concept of alchemy turning lead into gold. And that's what a lot of people are familiar with. But what they're not familiar with is how that lead turns into gold, that in-between which is really the soul work. So I love that you do, you know, the emotional alchemy piece. So let's talk about alchemy, you know, like, yeah, let's start there. (laughs) Yes. What is alchemy? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think alchemy is, I mean, there's so many different, I think, definitions Mm -hmm. and you can, you know, pick and choose what works for you. Uh, But alchemy for me is the action of game maker where I'm going to create my circumstance. So alchemy for me can be anything from, I'm going to create a vision board and by my point of focus and the imprint of the image on my physical eyes to my pineal and pituitary, then I'm going to vibrate that frequency in the molecular structure of my water content. And then I will actually manifest what I'm looking at. Right. So anything from a vision board to like some real, you know, ritual magic, like ceremony, right. To anything. I mean, anything nature, right. The the life and death cycle, that's alchemy. Um, the Phoenix rising. That's yes. Yes, it is. It's like every time you're moving from one state to another, you know, like even you, you yesterday, when you went to bed, waking up today to who you are, that's alchemy right there. Cause yes. you're not who you were yesterday. Yes. You're yes. not, <laughs> you know, there is no such thing as time. Time is only, you know, we we've heard that before, you know, time is just here for us to kind of try to make sense of change. Yes. But really when we're, when, if you're telling time, it should be, you know, it's like, we should get the alchemy clocks going, right? Yes. <laughs> it's, ah! it's changed from one state to the next and, and how that happens is like, that's the fun of it. That's the fun of it. Yes. You know, as you were talking about the vision board concept, it reminded me of the, the tarot card, the magician, you know, the magician is standing there in front of an altar and on the altar, you see all the, the, the suits or the, um, the pentacles, the cups, like all of it. And then he has the, the, I call, I think it's a crystal that he, or it can be a sword, who knows, (laughs) but he's pointing like the fifth element to the heavens to draw that down, to create his or her reality. That is what alchemy is. So I feel like, especially in this Social media, spiritual world, it's been thrown around so many times that yes. we're, we're missing the true um, meaning and purpose of what alchemy is. It's actually something that happens to you more than you think. It's not, you don't need to be worthy to be alchemy or get alchemy or create alchemy. Like you just are. Nature is everything around us, the way it works, the way it moves from one state to the other. That is alchemy. Um, the other thing is like spiritual alchemy. That's like the soul work there, right? And that's where like emotional alchemy, I'm sure there's mental alchemy through Kabbalah. Absolutely. <laughs> I went through that. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Man. Yes. There, you see. know, oh, do we have some? Yeah, I saw, let's see. Oh, Alisa Marie. Hello. Oh, hey, hey. 
She <laughs> is in a year five. Yes, yes, she is. And yes. she's moving that body, right? Yes. Body, right. <laughs> so year five working with that's Mars. Um, and remembering that, uh, you know, let yourself be assertive, right? So assertion, get her done. I mean, if three is get her done Two, five, again, remember that, that pair, you know, both really can tap into the physical body experience. Totally. So, you know, um, the th you could think of the 3D experience, the physical body, you know, getting your, alchemizing your aggression and turning it into assertion or get fucking aggressive for all, you know, whatever, right? Like you need to express that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, get yeah, it yeah. out. Yes. In a healthy way, right? In a healthy way that is not damaging to you and to others, you know, who are yes. around you. It's like find yeah. a good way to do that. And there are plenty of ways to express those emotions. Yeah. And that's what emotional alchemy actually is, is responsible emotional release work that we use the energy that's uh, freed up, right? Liberated from those exercises to then um, create and craft and hone yes. in and call in. Um, and it can work li like it can be, you know, people say like instant healings, it could be an instant manifestation. Uh, I, I've seen it time and time again, that as soon as someone screams, right? So we open up, there's so many different techniques that I bring to the table and, and yeah. stuff that I've created myself, where essentially it's like, okay, you got to open up the wound. You got to clean that motherfucker out heal it and seal it and then celebrate your new form. Yes. So any, anyone who might be watching this or kind of dabbling, you know, don't go into the depths unless you're ready to liberate yourself up out of it. Meaning you get it out and then, Oh, you go to the, Oh, and then you go to the, oh, you have to have the celebration, the exaltation and the victory moment. That's the most important part of the alchemy piece, right? You can't stay in the frequency of the, uh, right? So, so sometimes you think that people would be more afraid to kind of like scream or get it out or like barf and cry, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Actually, I see more, I see more hesitation around the joy, the exaltation, the celebration. Mm. And, the um, and that's fear of success. I see more yes. people now having fear of success than fear of failure. Cause there's, and I'm sure you've seen it too. It's like, wait, this, uh, runs rampant. You have to embrace the parts of you that are like less <laughs> than whatever. And I'm like, you know, not that you don't have to, but that's not going to be it's like, no, honey, you got to embrace the shit that's fucking awesome. Embrace it and celebrate it. Scream it on the mountaintop. What is your super power talent? Talk about it. Do it. Celebrate it. And so that, mm -hmm. that's what's more. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like um, there's been a shift because I remember there was a time where we had to, we had to focus on the other side and really bring healing there, like focus on the, the, the other end of the spectrum where it's like, okay, this is how I failed. This is how I, I you know what I need to change. So I don't repeat the mistake. Like we had to move through the very karmic, right? And then we switched the energies and now it's like, okay, you've done the hard work. Now, are you willing to give yourself the space to truly celebrate 
all that you are, the amazingness that you are, because you haven't really put in attention there. And so it's like, oh, you know, society is like, wait, you can't, you can't celebrate too much there. You like go back to the work. And so there's this, uh, uh, you know? there's a, it's become um, an addiction to victimhood. Oh yes. Right. There's an addiction yes. to victimhood and it's celebrated and it's honored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And of course we have to do all of the work. It's a full spectrum situation. Yes. And there is that there's been a plateau of people kind of addicted to the healing and, and not taking the opportunity to, okay, now, now, now you did it. Right. And it's going to be layer by layer. We all know yeah. that. Right. But it's like, okay, you now, this is what you've prepared for. Go do it. Which is what we were talking about before with like the electromagnetism yes. and the, the auric capacity to hold the pressurized experience that you've called in for yourself and not let the fruit rot on the trees is, is exactly that. Yes. Right. Otherwise, if you're stuck in the healing, because it's become a comfort zone and because yes. it fucking caters to it now. Right. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to mission, mission, abort the mission. Right? It's true though. It's yeah. really true. I see this a lot where, you know, people would jump from one healer to the healer to the next. It's like, I always have to yeah. heal. It's like, okay, can you pause? You've done a lot of work. You've like, seriously, yeah. can you just pause? And just witness who you are right now. Yes. And you give yourself the space to just celebrate. Because the healing work, I mean, we're human beings. It will continue. But if you do not give yourself the space to celebrate the work that you've done and who you've become, you're missing the whole point. Yes. You're missing the whole point of that healing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, let's go back to alchemy. So yeah. one of the topics, <laughs> it's so cool. One of the topics that you were like, let's talk about that has been, I, I'm, that's something I'm also seeing shift. I feel like more people are starting to get it, but twin flames, which yeah. I feel like is one of the most, it's like <laughs> alchemy in its highest form. Yeah. And, you know, but it's been so, there's so much illusions around twin flames and, twin flame relationships and who you just all that bullshit that goes around it. Let's break it down, mama. Let's break it down. Okay. <laughs> all right, people get ready to get mad. No, get ready to take accountability for your experience. Yes. Um, yes. Right. That, but seriously, that's like the name of the game, right? It's just like, take accountability for your experience. If you don't like it, then, you know, move on. But I, I love, I, let me say this before I get into this. It's like, I really, I find myself in situations and in groups and in whatever, where um, I'm not like loving what the teacher's bringing to the table, but I know I'm finding value, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't stay uncomfortable just for the sake of like, well, what can I learn here? Mm-hmm. But if I, t- you know, I know that like, okay, I'm here for, for something. I'm yes. here for something, right? So, you know, when we're out in the world and we don't like something, it's just like, well, oh, well, like there's, you're here for something. You're here for something. This is certain, this is certain, you know, it's the, the, the twin flame. Um, I think most people are, um, searching for the blankie, (laughs) another person (laughs) and they really, (laughs) The analogy that you bring it just cracks me up. The blankie is true, though. Right? And they hold on so tight yeah. to a relationship 
and they call it like soulmate or twin flame and uh, you know because they're so afraid to like do life on their own right uh you know not everybody but a but a lot a vast majority you know but twin twin flame um is you know you don't have a twin flame unless this is like one of your last incarnations okay this is advanced soul work advanced soul splice your fucking soul into multiple incarnations at the same time no joke <laughs> it's no joke at all <laughs> right now you can have soul family right yes. soul family is a whole other ball of wax yes. like soul family could look like a soulmate it could look like anything right mm -hmm. um you know you have your soul family here you have your teammates here you know you decided a game plan and then all you know chose your roles and wrote the script and blah 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 um but twin flame is something that i think um kind of like could use a little bit more of an addressing because I think people are going outside of themselves searching um, for something, you yeah. know, their other half to make them whole. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And it's like a twin flame is actually whole, <laughs> you know, yes. like twin flames are come together. Like you have to be whole to come together. Otherwise you still have to work on it. You know, right. um, there was a time, there's a stretch of time where the twin flame concept just kind of blew up. And at that time I was getting clients who are actually twin flames and trying to navigate and, you know, like really in the work actually began with them. They came to me with them, you know, and I'm like, okay, you're a twin flame, which means that that soul is within you. So I would walk them through having a relationship with that that beloved who they are, if, if they're in physical form, spiritually. So yeah. they would connect spiritually, they'll do meditations, they'll do the healing work. Yeah. And then when the time came, they've been doing the work that it, it's just like magnets. Like you cannot, when, <laughs> when true twin flame is like magnet, yeah. right? Yeah. Nothing can step in the way. And it was really, I was experiencing that, but at the same time, I was also witnessing in the spiritual realm where everybody was looking for twin flame and it was it was becoming very toxic where people were claiming the word twin flames to trap others in a relation i mean it, it, it went, yes, it went yes. bonkers yeah it went crazy and i'm like whoa you know like whoa whoa people hold hold on yes. twin flames begin with you do you love yourself do you sweet do you see the twin flame that you are because if you don't no one out here can fill that space for you. Yeah. yeah. No one outside of you can make you whole. You can make yourself whole. And it is from that place of wholeness that you get to draw to you your soul partner. And so, you know, like my clients, I was like, we're not even going to use the word. We're going to say soul partners. Yeah. We're going to say beloveds, right? Because it might be that yeah. your twin flame is not supposed to meet you in this lifetime. They're supposed to, or your other side of your your soul is supposed to have your own experience over there. That's the contract or they're in the spirit realm holding it down for you. And so when you get attached to the con, I have to meet my twin flame. What if your beloved is not your twin flame? Then you're missing out. So we cut that word out. And of course, you know, it's like, woo. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so important that we're talking about this. I think, cause I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I just, I want to fall in love. I want to be in love and I want to be loved. Um, and 
having, let's say you meet your twin flame, it is not always going to look like romantic partnership. Nope. It, it might be your dog or your cat. It dog. It might be your shitty boss. It might be like, yeah. you know, right? Absolutely. Right. <laughs> it is the truth. It's not always romantic partners. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So Brad just pop in. Hello, brother. Hey, Hello. <laughs> you know, um, there was something else coming up with, with that where, yeah, it could be your sister, your brother, your dog, your cat. Twin flame or twin soul relationship is very specific to purpose. What are you here to do? That, again, like, you know, what Brandy said is for the master souls because it requires you <laughs> to split your souls into different, you know, many expressions so that you can have as much experience as you can and be done with this. You know, It's like, I am here to get this shit done and then move on. Right. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, you know, I'm splitting myself so I can, I can just love. And you know, it's, it's about purpose. The love is there because we are pure love. We are divine. Therefore we're pure love, but we need to embrace that. Right. We need to embrace that. I see. I was told my twin flame has crossed over already. It happens, Brad. It happens, which means that they're probably holding space for you. Not probably they're most likely holding space for you from that realm. And you, you have to be spiritually connected and tuned in, like bring through that meditation. Right. Prophetic dreaming, yes. uh, deep states of meditation. Uh, you know, you can you can receive messages from. Well, you can receive messages from anywhere and anything. Yes. <laughs> dedicated practice is so important. It's why we tune in, right? It's why it's why we set the stage. It's why we you know call in um, the the elements. It's why we work yes. with the directions. It's why we're specific, why we lean into the archangelic light, why we, you know, tune yes. in and Kundalini and honor the, the lineage and the teachers because anything and everything is going to be like a sh fly on shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're bright fucking lights we're bright yes we are and it's like oh give me some of that right you get the vampire energies coming in helping you dry and you know so so <laughs> setting the stage is so you're talking about alchemy yes if you don't have a dedicated practice with a lineage that sir that is yours right it's like yours just you know uh, it doesn't have to be mine, right? It's not going to be mine. Maybe it is, right? But whatever. Uh, but but setting the stage and tuning yeah. in and kind of like having an opening, an opener and a closer, and then you're doing the work, you know, that's that grinding of the, you know, the steel into, or the iron into gold. Um, you know, otherwise, you know, people, and we, we see this a lot too, people are getting these messages and these downloads and transmissions. And it's just like, Who's that from? Well, who's, who's that? <laughs> oh my God, don't get me started on that. I think that's something that I need to, you know, I was talking to another soul sister of mine, the whole concept of channeling. Um, I feel like the it's become popular that people think I have to channel this, I, but they're not paying attention to what are you opening yourself to? 
because out there, not everything is good. Not everything is light. So what is it that you're opening yourself to? And, you know, things can be very tricky in the spiritual realm. They look like they're light. And then you, yep. you open yourself to it and you're like, oh no, what did I do? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you opening yourself to? What are you channeling? Are you even supposed to channel archangels? You know, that's something that I learned for me, a natural channel, you know, I was like, oh, I'm plugged into source. And then as I started like looking at other people channeling, I was like, am I supposed to channel archangels or this and that? And it got me like where I was just like everywhere. And mm -hmm. I remember talking to a friend and she's like, stop that. Just come back to the center. Right. Just that's all you need. And whatever message needs to come through, they have to be in alignment with mm -hmm. true source energy to even get through. And I was like, oh, well, that makes it so much easier. I don't have to go anywhere. I just need to be plugged in right here. Centered yeah. above heaven and earth, light within me. Whatever message comes through me is going to be in alignment with the highest frequency and love. And that's all that matters, right? Yes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know you feel it too. <laughs> I feel, you know, it's so important. And I, I used to be a hot mess with all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I was born seeing stuff, hearing mm -hmm. stuff, you know, and, you know, partied a bunch, quiet it, tried to quiet it down. And then, you know, then studied up. Um, and, you know, it's wearing headgear is very helpful. Yes. Um, because when you are a meditator uh, of a certain caliber, the right, it's a polarity planet experience, right? So you have crazy amounts of access right but what comes with that is like very wide open crown chakra very yeah. very wide open chakras right okay yes. energy centers so you have to do that you have to have for me i feel that you have to have some tools on board with you to kind of you know uh, it's a i think it's a privileged path um <laughs> But, but if I were to be doing what I'm doing and not have certain things on board, I, who knows? Exactly. Who knows exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And that's, that falls in line with alchemy too. It's like, you don't want to fuck around with rituals. You don't want to, um, it, it, and it's one of the reasons why I think Kundalini gets a bad rap sometimes because it's mm. so intense. And if you're going into a practice without a teacher or a teacher that might not really, maybe they're new, I don't know. Right. But I, I compare it to like, okay, you're going to, you're going to go into the woods alone and take mm. ayahuasca by yourself and then <laughs> expect to like integrate everything back into your normal life with ease. No, if you're new to something like, you know, witchcraft, if you're new to something like any type of ritual magic, kundalini, anything, I think it like behooves the, the guide and the, you know, the student, the client to really to go at an appropriate pace. So you're not blowing open your energy centers and leaving yourself vulnerable to yes. all kinds of stuff. Yes. Yeah. You know, and part of, I know for me, it's like, I see myself as a tree. 
how big my branches are, the top part, the crown is, that's how deep my roots are. It's got to be balanced. Like you can't just be blown open up here all the time like this without your roots being in the ground and anchored and solid, right? They need, it's the, the, it's the alchemy of those two, heaven and earth dancing within you, right? We need that balance. And I feel like there's been like this celebration of, and it's funny because you can meet people who are just blown here and they can't relate physically. You know, like the stuff they're saying, you're like, what the hell are you saying? How does that apply to you? I know you've experienced that. How is that supposed to help me in my life? It doesn't make any bloody sense. Like, can you break it down for me so that I can leave and go and change something in my life? Right. And so you meet people who are just up here and nothing, they can't connect to the physical realm. And it defeats the purpose because we have access to this so we can pull it down and create the magic in our world and create the life that we, we know we're here to live, create the, you know, the, the businesses that like, that's, we're supposed to bring it down. So if you're always here and you're buzzing on, it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do anyone any good. You yes. just waste my freaking time. You know, yes. <laughs> no, that's like the flip side before we were talking about people that have like this fear of success. Yeah. This is the flip side to that, which looks like spiritual bypassing where yes. practitioners have to pretend to be neutral all the time and not go in, not lay those roots and set those roots down by having a full, full and exp- rich experience with their emotional landscape. Yes. Um, you know, even people that I, I know, uh, have different viewpoints on emotional expression and, and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, which I, I love it because it'd be boring if it'd be boring. Everything was one. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know that that's what I don't want. Right. So, yeah. um, <laughs> can we just all agree that we're not going to all agree (laughs) exactly and it's okay we need to be okay with that yeah no one's gonna agree to that right like can we all agree to like no i know no one's we have to agree right there's gonna be the people who are like we have to be on the same (laughs) and like no we don't and it's like that's and that's what that's why like shit's crazy right now right yeah I feel like shit and it's your fault and you have to change to make me feel better. <laughs> but it is true, you know, and again, it's like, are you, are you going to be accountable for what you are experiencing? Other people come in and out of our lives, but they're reflecting what is in our inner realm, our inner world. You know, like you gotta, you gotta do the work. You gotta work with your mind. You gotta work with your heart. You gotta anchor down into your earth. You gotta, you know, go into the heavens and explore that and bring it all together. There's no one here and one there. And no, it's all, it all together. That is what, that's, that's, that's how you create that fulfilling, magical, uh, just successful, beautiful life that, everyone is daydreaming about is be the master of all of it. And be the master just means that you're doing the work you're exploring. It's a continuous work. It's not just like, Oh, I, I, you know, I passed the test. I'm done. I'm a master now. Now I'm done. I'm not going to go back into the emotional realm anymore. He's like, no, that's bullshit. (laughs) You're changing every day, which means that 
you got to upgrade your practices all the time. You know, like when my son was born, I was like, shit, I have to take self-care to a whole different level. Yeah. My old stuff doesn't work anymore. Yes. I have to take care of myself differently. I have to pay attention to my emotions differently. Because, I mean, when he came out, it blew my heart open. I never knew I could love as much. Like, I never knew my heart had that capacity to. It blew my heart wide open. Completely. And I was like, oh, my God. What do I do with this? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that that type of heart opening experience, um, you know, I think it requires some muscle, right? It requires, it requires some muscle um, because you do have that capacity, right? And then Mm. what's the flip side, right? I have the capacity to love fiercely, which means I also have the capacity to cut a motherfucker down. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I've noticed, you know, becoming a, I've always been fiery always. (laughs) And, um, you know, that's, that's been my personal work is to, uh, remember I was just doing a, a class earlier today and I was doing some writing about this is remembering that the, the universal law will step in to deliver the justice. I don't have to. Right. And uh, I think part of, you know, as those of us that are expanding, expanding uh, our viewership, our client, you know, our business, whatever, those of us that are getting kind of bigger and having more eyes on us, I think it's so important, you know, leaning into the emotional alchemy work, emotional responsibility, uh, accountability, um, and all the, you know, the wonderful things that you're providing for your clients is we have to have the muscle to be okay with people not being okay. Exactly. Right. Very important. You know, there's going to be times I'm sure there has been where people are like, you know, Abigail, I don't like what you said. I don't like what you did. Right. And our job is to say, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Right. Instead of going into the apology, because, you know, now if you if you are showing up and you did some shit, right, yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's different. Right. <laughs> like we're talking about, you know, I know for me, that's a, it, it's a disclaimer. If you enter my energy, you expect transformation. Yeah. Like you're going to do the work and ex- that's just my energy. So if you're called into it, you're here to work. Yeah. And so you, I always tell you, you get to a point and you're like, God dang it. Why did I sign up for this? Or why? Yes. And it's like, it's okay. Just move through. This is how you can move through. This is the tools that you have. And I always tell my, my clients, well, they know it is that I have the different faces of the goddess. Sometimes I'm Kali Ma and I have my whips and like ready. Yes. And I'm Mother Mary and I will nurture the crap out of you. But it is where, where are you on your path? What do you need to move forward? So you're not stuck anymore. Whatever that is will come out. Right. And it's like, okay, you're changing, you're shifting. It's not going to be easy. I am the conduit. (laughs) I'm bringing the fire sometimes and it is okay. It's totally okay. Yeah. You know, I'll have these moments with clients too. It's like, you know, I'll be like, get mad. It's okay. Get mad. You're practicing this, right? Because, you know, you're going to have to take this out in the world. So go for it. You know, get pissed. Let yourself get mad. You know, but that, you know, people, 
that's why people pay us though, really. You know, they think they're going through like, you know, can you help me? Right. <laughs> no, they know. Here's what to expect. Here's what not to expect. Exactly. Yeah. There's no but the I mean, experience, right? Yeah. Like, it can be a whole other ball of wax when it's like, oh, and let me refer back to the contract. Yes, exactly. <laughs> The you know, contract um, and the soul contract. Exactly. You know, the times where I used to do readings, I actually stopped doing readings by themselves because now I do it with my clients who are, because they're doing the work. So just mm -hmm. naturally get it. But I stopped because I would get, sometimes I, I would get people who just want to come in and, you know, for example, like, when am I going to meet my partner? Oh, okay. You will meet your partner, but these are what you have to do in order to draw him or her in and they weren't willing to do the work. So the questions will always be the same. Right. You know, I remember those one client, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to refund you. But here's the thing. You got to do the work or it's not going to happen. I had to be real with her, right. you know, so I had to stop. It's like, if people, you know, I only do readings for people who get it, who are doing the work because they will do the work to make sure that happened. Right. It's not just yes or no. Oh, I'm going to meet my person. Then it's like three years later. Where's my person? I thought the right. psychic said I'll meet them like tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like, did you do the work? No. Okay. Then that's why there's still things in between that you got to get rid of. You got to heal. You got to do the work. Right. So right. fascinating. It really is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so my dear. Yes, ma'am. We can talk forever. Yeah. We're going to continue. We're going to come back and talk about different topics. But I really want us to, because you've opened some space for people who would like to um, dive into the emotional alchemy. So let's talk about that and how they can find you. Yes. You know, so this really can be for kind of like what you were saying. Oh, hold on. Hold That's on. okay. <laughs> That's fine, right? So that was an example of emotional alchemy work right there. You know, this is this this type of work is for anyone, whether they're well versed in it or not. But those people that are ready to do the work, ready to feel the feelings, express it in a responsible way, and then have a clarity around what they're actually wanting. So I like to do what's getting in the way. Like, so what what's not working? What do you want? What's getting in the way? Right. So so through the, the emotional release work that we do together, therein lies the ritual. It could look like screaming. It could look like crying. It could look like moving your body. It could look like crazy breath work. It could look like a lot of different things because everything, every session's very unique person to person. Uh, but, you know, I have a couple openings up in my schedule for a once a week client. And when I say once a week, I'm looking at like, we'll probably hang for three months and that's it. Right. Because this is, 
you want something to change in your life, let's do it. Let's hit. So this is not, you don't have to have experience, but you have to be ready to do the work because this is intense. Okay. I'll, I'll say that it's intense, intense. So you can always get a hold of me to have a free consultation so we can actually get a little bit more into what that is. Um, but you can also, you know, I'm active, more active on Instagram. That's uh, at Shanti Tag, and my website, you can find every link there to everything that I do at shantitag.com. So it's S-H-A-N-T-T-E-G.com. Um, comment on this video, follow me here, shoot me a DM. You can really, I'm open. I just like to connect to people. She's incredible to connect with. So take advantage of that. <laughs> and her website is in the show notes above. I think it's above. Yeah. So find that, click on it um, and just schedule a chat with her. Get to know her. She, you know, she's one of the people that I know who are truly bridging the gap between spirituality and physicality in such a powerful way, in a magical way. Um, and not like magical, you know, like fairy tale, but like I am magic, <laughs> you know, like anchored, powerful, confident. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I admire what she does. And, you know, with the tantric numerology, with the, um, with the, where am I blanking out? Kundalini yoga. Oh my gosh. Like, don't get me started on that. Like she is, she is doing the work. And so when you come to her, she knows, she knows her stuff. She gets it. So if you are ready to change and shift like leaps and bounds and do the work to get through it and move through that stuckness, go work her, go, go check her out, go work with her. Yeah. <laughs> much, Abigail. I love you, sister. I love, I love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who joined us live, who will be joining us through the replay. We are so grateful for you. Enjoy this. Share this with people that you feel like would, would gain from it. Gain a lot. Is that how I'm? Yeah. yeah. Gain, I can't even talk. Right. Let them know the fucking know. <laughs> it's like, share it. Share it so the most share it. Can receive this wisdom and we would love to hear from you. So don't be shy at all. Okay. From our hearts to yours, enjoy your weekend. We love you. We love you. And until next time. Bye. Let's see. Where did it go?